You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Oge Ogwe, the lead pastor of Circle Church International. He envisions all men living Christ-centered lives. Be blessed as you listen. All right, turn to three people standing around you. Say hi. It's nice to have you in church. And then sit down if you can. Praise the Lord. Apologies. I've lost my voice yet again. Um, Yesterday, um, a major part of us spent a major part of the day in church. I mean, some of us were here literally 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. Some people woke up here and slept here. And so we decided we were going to, as it were, shorten the order of service today so we can give people time to rest before the work week begins. I hope that's okay. You're going to have to forgive me. My voice is has left us but the word of God is going to come strong this is still our month of healing and um, there's something I want us to learn today James chapter 5 verse 14 James chapter 5 verse 14 everybody read James 5 14 together 1, 2, go is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Next verse. And what? Shall he? And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven of him. Next verse. Confess your faults one to another. Pray ye one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. On the subject of healing, there is something that is not spoken about as much as it ought to. And it is the power of intercession. The power of intercession. says is any one of you sick now there is a context the original context of James chapter 5 is salvation that's the first context but the idea applies that if any one of you is sick let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray for him the elders of the church are not the old people in the church elders of the church are those who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern between good and evil. Like the Bible says in the book of Hebrews. That is those who are skilled with doctrine who are skilled in the things of the spirit. They are the elders of the church. So the elders of the church could be young people. Do you follow? Ah, They could be young people. He says let him call for the elders and let them pray over him anointing him with oil 
He says, confess your faults one to another. So now we see two processes here. We see you calling for the elders of the church and not just that, but involving, as it were, others in the situation. Of course, when he says confess your faults or confess faults one to another, he's not saying um, confess your sins as in I stole last week. The faults there is weaknesses. The areas where you need help, confess them one to another. Brother, I've been feeling down for three days. I have this symptom. I've gone to see a doctor. The doctor said this. Confess your faults one to another. And when the faults have been confessed one to another, what is the responsibility? We are to pray one for another. Do you hear me? Don't be the kind of believer that says, I will pray for you and you don't. When someone presents a problem to you, your first instinct shouldn't be, who do we know that can help us solve this problem? Before we get there, shall we pray? Do you hear me? There is the power of intercessory prayers. When two believers come together and pray, there is a power. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 30, Deuteronomy 32, 30, the Bible says that shall one chase one, um, shall one chase a thousand and two ten thousand, except the Lord has delivered them up. That is, look at this. He said, how should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight, except the rock, except their rock has sold them and the Lord has shot them up. The den that their rock sold is the enemies. That, that the Lord has delivered your enemies into your hands. That's why one can chase a thousand and two ten thousand. But there's something we notice here. Ideally, if one is chasing, ten, if one is chasing a thousand, two should chase how many? Two times one is what? Uh -huh. So two should chase two thousand. But there is a geometric effect that coming together to pray has on the effectiveness of our prayer. Did you hear what I said? There is a job. It's a multiplying effect that coming together, me holding my brother's hands and saying, can we pray about this matter? There is a multiplying effect that holding hands to pray concerning the matter has on the effectiveness of the prayer. So while I was praying, I was chasing 1,000 steady, 1,000. And what you will notice it would, is this. It will take me 10 times less. It will take me 10 times less the amount of time to pray. Do you get if I just involve someone else? Do you follow what I'm saying? Ah, so because if what I'm intending to chase away is 10,000 people and I'm doing it 1,000 at a time, I will have to pray 10 times. But when I hold one person's hand, I will have to pray how many times? Because two will put 10,000 to flight. Do you hear me? So there is an effect that holding your brother's hand, holding your sister's hand to pray over a matter, there is an effect it has. I've told you, in the kingdom of God, the, um, independence is not God's design. Nobody was designed to be independent. Not me, not you. Independence is the devil's lie. You hear this? Independence is the devil's lie. Put up Proverbs 18.1. Put it 
up in the NIV, if you have the NIV or NLT. Proverbs 18.1. It says, unfriendly people care only about themselves. And this is the result. They lash out at common sense. When you want to be on your own, many times the result would be what others generally know, you won't know. The results others generally see, you won't see. Then you start wondering to God, is it that these people are better than me? No. When you are in the company of prophets, you prophesy. Do you hear me? So independence is not God's design. God designed us to be dependent on one another. There's this song we used to sing in Sunday school. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. That's the way it is. How is it that when you come together, each one has a psalm. Each one has, is the psalm for me? No. You see, because if the psalm was for me, they wouldn't need to come together for me to have it. You understand? The reason I have a psalm is because you need a psalm. The reason I have a doctrine is because you need a doctrine. The reason I have a tongue and interpretation of flow of the Spirit is because you need it. That's why we gather in church. That's why services are important. Are you following? That's why meetings like this are important. When you say, can't I just sit at home and love God by myself? You don't understand God's design. Listen, and the devil knows this. Look for any believer who has struggled with any addiction to the points that they've given up. There's one thing you will notice. They've not told anybody about that addiction. They've not confided in another believer to say, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me through it? The devil knows it. Because the truth is this, that wickedness thrives in darkness. Falsehood thrives in darkness. Once light is shown upon that darkness, the falsehood is exposed. Sickness is a falsehood. It's a type of wickedness. It thrives in darkness. So when it comes to the subject of healing, deliverances, breakthrough, things like that, very, very unspoken principle, um, not very spoken about, that's what I'm trying to say. Many people don't talk about it. But praying for one another is almost the most important thing to do. Many of us, we want keys. When I'm sick, I will just lay hands on myself and I will be healed. Many times, the problem is not that you don't, you don't have the power of God. The problem is that, and I've taught you this before, that there is a possibility for faith and unbelief to exist at the same time. So sometimes what you need is I believe, help my own belief. So I believe to an extent. I, 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 I believe it's possible. I know it's there. But there is a part of me that keeps I'm not sure. I'm sure. I'm not sure. I'm sure. Help that part. Praise the Lord. There's biblical precedence. Matthew 18, 19. Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. Everybody read Matthew 18, 19 together. One, two, go. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it will what? Verse 20. Or 
There am I. Now there's a context to this scripture. Go back to verse 16. Read together one to go. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that's mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established, 17. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. Now this was Jesus giving instructions for how to correct the saints in the local assembly. So you find a brother in sin, you find a sister in sin, the Bible says, Jesus said, go to your brother and talk to your brother. Talk to your sister. Say, this thing you're doing is the same. It's not right. He says, but if he refuses to hear you, what do you do? You take two other people. That's because in the mouth of two or three witnesses, is every word established. So you take three people, you go, you say, look, we've come together for an intervention. This thing is wrong. If the person still refuses to hear, you take it to the church. How do you take it to the church? Take it to the leadership of the church. All right? And then if the person refuses to listen to the leadership of the church, what's the next step? He says, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. Now, take note that this is the context for what you are going to read next. Show me verse 18. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind is what? What I'm trying to show you is this. Jesus was telling them that in the local assembly, if the local assembly comes together to say, this person is no longer part of this local assembly, it is bound on earth and in heaven. Do you hear me? There is precedence for us coming together, standing together to agree and insist on a thing. And we see the will of God play out because we insisted. There's precedence for it. Something as little as, oh, we sent the brother out of the local assembly. Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth, collectively, when you agree and bind a thing on earth, it's bound in heaven. And whatever, he says, and whatever you shall lose on earth, shall be so. We bound him, we sent him out of the church. The day we agree that he has come back, in heaven is established. Next verse, verse, eight, verse 19. Again I say unto you, if two of you shall agree, say shall agree, uh, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them. Let me tell you something. The devil knows the importance of believers agreeing in prayers. That's why one of the devil's strongest strategy is to bring division in the body of Christ. One of the most impactful meetings we will ever have in the body of Christ will be a meeting where believers come together to pray about one thing. You have no idea the impact it will have. The Bible made sure to record that the, children, um, the disciples were gathered in one accord in the upper room before the Holy Ghost fell. There is the importance of agreeing together. Praise the Lord. So I know you have a prayer life. I know you've been chasing this thing in the prayer place. I know you've been trying to get God to do it all these months, all these years. Maybe you should stop trying on your own. Maybe you should call two or three people and say, you are my friends. Can we pray about this matter? Now that you know the importance of agreeing in prayer, let that be a yardstick by which you evaluate the relationships in your life. 
Do you hear what I'm saying? Because when it matters most, your friends, the most useful friends, are not the ones that can fund an emergency. They're the ones that can agree with you. Ah, it's true. It's true. Sometimes, um, there was a tweet. Someone read, read a tweet to me this morning. The person said, the S in, in September stands for Shaggy. And we all saw it. September did a lot of people dirty. So sometimes your circle of friends will collectively not be able to help you. I mean, materially now. But listen, if you have a praying circle of friends, you are never without help. You are never without help. You have people that... It's not every time your group chat is just fun and games. People of God, can we pray? Can we, can we pray about this matter? It's true. Many of the issues that many people bring to the pastorate could have been dealt with in their circle. How beautiful would your life be if you woke up in the morning and then you get a message on the group chat and in the group chat message your friend just says, I had a dream about you last night and in the dream I saw XYZ, XYZ, X. Can, can we pray about it? That's the way God intended for it to be. And you will see more results in your life when you learn to pray together. So, here's something else to note. It says, confess your faults one to another, praying one for another, because the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. I know that we have said, we have emphasized so much on how your prayer has so much power, but do you realize that the context of that statement is our prayer together? So when he said the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much, he's saying when you come together, you come with um, prayer that availeth much. Then you come with prayer that availeth. When you put it together, the result is tremendous. The result is tremendous. This is the power of it as intercession. I want you to develop it. And then in your own personal prayer time, develop a habit of intercession make sure that you don't spend all your prayer time on yourself alone it's not God's design make sure you don't spend all your prayer time on yourself alone as the Holy Spirit drops it on your heart you pray it if the Holy Spirit does not drop anyone on your heart have a list have a list have a list you make lists for so many things some of you you already know the you want to watch next year you've seen the trailer they told you it's coming out next year you are ready but you don't have a prayer list you don't have people you pray for you have a list of shoes you want to buy that once money touches my account like this I've bought it but you don't have people you pray for you don't have a list of people you pray about have a list have a list of people you intercede for to get saved have a list of people who have problems that you know that you are praying that the problems will be solved. Do you hear what I'm saying? Have a list for nations. Have a list. Listen, exhaust it. Be exhaustive. Pray wide. Listen, the problem is many of us, we don't have prayer life because we get into the prayer place. 
and we want to spend two hours praying and we want to spend the two hours praying about ourselves but there's something you will quickly discover nothing is going on in your life so you're pretty boring to spend two hours on spend it on someone else spend it on someone else have a list listen try it and by the time you start writing that list you realize you know too many people to pray for you have many what your fear will now be is when will I finish praying this prayer if I push on five, five minutes to all these people like this now when will I finish this list but no listen you must have a culture of intercession you must intercession will save many people Jesus looked at Peter he said Satan has sought to sift you like wheat but I have prayed for you if, if Jesus was waiting for when Satan was doing his sifting it would have been too late do you realize it you don't read for an exam in the exam hall so some of the problems that your friends are bringing for you is because you didn't pray for them months ago when the Holy Ghost prompted you to you said you were tired now they've entered problem you are saying where is God it's true have a culture of intercession pray for people listen I've found all too um, frequently that the gifts of the spirit work when we are selfless for the gospel it's the truth when we want to flow with word of knowledge because we want to prove that we can, you will lago every time. We lag. You know what it means to lago? For those that don't know what it means to lago, it means to... How this? What's the English word? To miss it. They're going to miss it. But go out on evangelism one time. As we're talking to the person, just begin to know things about the person. It's true. You want to prove to your guys that miss if I get prayer life, you just want to be sending them word. You've never prayed for them. Just say that. Let me give you what. Mm. Well, I keep quiet. Take that person's name. Go to the prayer place. Spend 10 minutes. You will come out with details about the person's life that you never knew. I'm teaching you how to be a believer now. Take that person's name and genuinely from the depth of your heart pray for that person. Many of you, you keep malice in relationships. It proves to me that you're not praying for the person because you can't keep malice to someone you're praying for. You can't. You'll be angry at the person. you get to the prayer place and God will tell you, pray for the person. How do you, what, what, what's the prayer point? prayer point you might start out angry but as you pray the Holy Ghost will just, you will just feel this compassion you will let it go that's when the person is still keeping malice with you but you are sending them word of knowledge the Lord said I should tell you please don't be angry just keep keeping your malice it's fine but this is what God said I should tell you develop a culture of intercession develop it 
some of your families are suffering because you don't have a culture of intercession. It's true. Your mother has been on your heart. This one now, I'm speaking prophetically. I know it. Your mother has been on your heart for days now. Pray for your mother. You've said no. You will not come and disturb me. My mother is going through XYZ. When you were supposed to pray, why didn't you pray? Why didn't you take time to pray? Why? We all celebrate the power of a praying mother. She will die one day. And your children will need a praying father. Why won't you pray? Why? Why won't you pray? You think your mother will live forever? She will live forever, but in heaven. And there she's not going to be praying for you. It's your work now. So why don't you pray? Praise the Lord. Especially the men. Especially the men. You will come on Twitter and you will come and be saying, women of previous generation are prayerful. Women of this generation, you find them in the club. You, why are you not praying? Are you praying? Every, listen, Luke 18.1, Jesus told the parable to this end that men always ought to pray and not faith. First of all, he said men. Now, I know he was speaking about generally men and women, but first of all, what was the word he used? Uh, so pray. Men always ought to pray. We must have a prayer culture. A, so at what point did Jesus pray for Peter when he told him, Satan has sought to sift you like wheat? Many of us don't realize how powerful praying for one another is. Some of you, you just see your friend. Somebody came into your friend's life and the person started going like this. You've tried to talk, but it's like they have blind them and deaf them because they cannot see or hear again. They are determined to go like this. They must go that way. Instead of gossiping, pray, pray, pray. You know, another reason why we don't pray for people, especially in situations like this, is ego. You want to be proven right. You want to say, I told you so. Sometimes, I told you so, my never, it might never happen. That friend will die and then you wish you prayed. Pray. Pray. And not just for yourself, pray for other people. Lift up men in prayers. Lift up people in prayers. Write a list. See, create a list. People I need to pray for that need to be saved. Number two, people I need to pray for that God will keep them. Some people, you know that it is only by prayers that they are kept. You have someone in your life, the person is consistently traveling, left, right, center. Pray, pray for the person. Pray for the person. And I'm not saying, ah, as I go and save John, you, eh? the Lord will keep you. Eh? No. Take time to pray. It's when you are praying for the person, the Lord will now tell you, this person is about to travel next week. Call him and tell him not to go. You now call him and say, hello, you've not told me before, but are you about to travel? You say, yes. While I was praying, the Lord said, X, Y, Z, don't go. Last, no, beginning of this year, one of my brothers called me. Not my biological brother, brothers in the faith. He called me and he said, Pastor, as I was praying for you, I saw a vision. You were on your way to Abuja and kidnappers stopped your car, the vehicle at gunpoint. And he asked, they asked him and they kidnapped you. 
Now, I hadn't announced that I was going to go into Abuja for miracle services. So there was no way he knew. Do you understand? Now, if you know me, you will know that I didn't feel comfortable with the church paying flight tickets for me. So I was going to enter a bus because it's cheaper and I'm used to it. Immediately, he told me like this. As I called Pastor Chisum because she used to be, before she got married, the church had me. I said, please, let me to budget my flight money because I cannot die. You know what's funny? So now, imagine he now told me and now ignore his warnings and enter that bus. They now kidnap me. And I start saying, God, why? Why did they kidnap me? Because you have coconut head. And what they used to do with coconut? You break it. Pray. And you, when they have prayed for you and they've come to tell you, while praying for you, I saw this. I heard this. Don't just say, okay, and go. Take it down. Write it down. And then evaluate. What do I do with this information that has been given to me now? Do you hear? What do I do with this piece of information that has been given to me? So in some cases, they might belt and tie the two sticks together and say this is what will happen to the owner of this belt if he goes to XYZ place to preach. I'm quoting what happened in the book of Acts. If he goes to XYZ place to preach and then you will look at the belt, you will look at the two sticks and say ah, is it not just prison? We move. But now the beauty is when you get there, you are prepared for the situation. Many times what is terrible about difficult situations is not the difficulty of the situation because it's not stronger than you are. What is terrible about it is that you are not prepared for it. So sometimes God will use brothers and sisters around you to prepare you for situations. God will tell you, you are entering, so a brother will meet you and tell you, you are entering into a season of your life where it may look like this is happening, but this is what God is planning. Prepare for it. No amount of prayer will get you out of that situation. You see, because he will lead you beside the still waters, but sometimes you must walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And so, while it is happening, your brothers have prayed before. And they've prayed that the Lord will strengthen you. So when it's going on, every other person expects that. With what is happening to this person, this person should be down. How are you still standing? And then you say, I don't know. Well, we know some people prayed for you. Do you hear me? I don't know who it was. Um, an evangelist who had a praying squad. I think um, John Hyde was, his, was part of his prayer team. He did massive in, in Europe then worked miracles but when they asked him what was the secret he said I have a team of people that pray for me around the clock while I'm here flowing in the things of the spirit there is someone there on his knees saying Father let healings happen Father let miracles happen now the man will come out he will speak and he will think that the miracles are happening on the account of his own sacrifice alone no there are people have bent their knees to make sure that those miracles happen. Even if the man did not pray and he came out, God will work those miracles because there are people behind making sure they happen. It's true. The same with your life. Make sure, make sure that you 
can you can point to things happening in your friends' lives and say, Ah, you just got a car, I prayed about it. Ah, you just got a job, I prayed about it. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Another thing is intercession boosts your faith. Because when you now start seeing God do it once more, God does answer prayers. When the devil comes to shake you that God is not listening to you, you say, ah, look at this sister. I prayed for her to have XYZ. She has it. Praise the Lord. Listen. One will chase a thousand, but two will chase ten thousand. There is a multiplying effect that holding hands together to pray has on the effectiveness of your prayers. Don't just go through life alone. And even when it comes to sickness, are you sick? Don't just sit down there and be telling yourself, God will do something for you. Especially in those situations and issues where it has defied the doctor. You've been trying to pray, but nothing is happening. Call two people. Say, can we, can we hold hands and pray about this thing? Let them fast with you. And you, if they call you to fast, fast. Learn to love your friends more than you love food. So if they ask you to fast, fast. Praise the Lord. Do you know that we don't like to take responsibility? Your friend, when he was going through it, he called you. You didn't pray. You told him, I'll pray, I'll pray. I'll pray about it. But you did not pray. Kept hoping on your prayers because he was too weak to pray. The person eventually passed on. They started saying, God, why? God is not fair. Will you be honest for once? Did you pray? Did you pray? If they call you to pray, pray. If they call you to fast, fast. That's not what I'm saying. You don't truly love a person you do not pray for. I'll prove it to you. Listen, you do not truly love a person you don't pray for. You have emotions. But those emotions, may, they must find themselves. They must find an expression in prayer. Especially for that person. Because number one, if you truly love a person, you will be very concerned about their future. And now, you and I are limited because we don't know the future. And so, because we don't know the future, we must pray to the one that knows the future to keep your future. That's why you will call your mother. You will call your mother and she will, you just, call, you send her 5,000 naira credit or 1K credit and then she will spend three hours praying for your future. That's love. Learn it. If you truly love a person, you will pray for them. I love you, I love you, love you by mouth. Pray for me. Do you hear me? Pray, pray. Pray. Pray for your brothers. Pray for your friends. Pray for sisters. Pray for everyone everywhere. Pray for saints. And the thing is, and this is the last thing I'll say, as you pray, you, de you develop compassion. You develop compassion. So you woke up one day and you saw that saints are being killed in places of the world. What was your response? You just sat down as a guy things they occur 
congratulations, newscaster. We've heard you. Take time, go and pray. Pray about those sins. Pray for their families. Pray that the suffering will stop. Do you know that? I know that many people don't pray for sins. When you hear things like uh, the people who are being persecuted, they're persecuted because uh, they didn't pray that morning. Haven't you heard people say things like that? God will not allow us to see evil. Amen. Pray for them. Pray for their families. They left people behind. Pray for the families left behind. There are other Christians in that country. Pray that they be strengthened. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, the more you pray, the more you begin to have a compassion for the church, for the body of Christ. The truth is this. There are some things that if you don't have, it just it is because of a lack of a prayer structure. It's true. You just can't get why people are so compassionate about church. It's because of prayer. That's why. That's why. Many people can't get why people love their pastors. They, they pray for their pastors. It's why. It's not just that my pastor is blessing my life. I take time and then as you pray for the person, because prayer is a, is a love language. It's true. It's a love language. I'm taking out of my time. I'm taking out of, I'm disciplining myself for your sake. It's an expression of love. Do you hear me? So prayer teaches you compassion. And it's not just praying. Generally praying for people. When you see prayer warriors that have terrible character, it's because they don't pray for other people. They don't pray for other people. They can spend one hour, and they are praying for themselves. They are crying for God to destroy their enemies. But they won't take five minutes to say, this brother, this is my neighbor in my compound. They've been looking for the fruit of the womb for ten years now. I know it's not my business, but provide for them. Bless them with the fruit of You see, the day that person puts to birth, nobody will understand why you are so excited. Nobody will know. Ah, but you will know. Because you will say, I, I, I spent time for this. this. I'm reaping the results, the fruit of my labor. This is it. And when that child is growing up, is your neighbor, you will be wicked to the child. Do you hear what I'm saying? You won't come back, see that they locked the child out of the house. It's raining. And you say, I call your parents, I can't help you. You open your door. Why? He's your child too. You prayed this person into existence. If you don't have, many times the lack of compassion for others is, is just, it shows that we don't pray. neighbor's hands I'm going to give you five minutes I want you to pray in those five minutes for your neighbor open your mouth and pray thank you for listening for more head over to circlechurchglobal.org or visit any of the church campus addresses on the website God bless you.